one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mrs. Davis was the best mother a girl could ask for. She would always tell me the story of how she found me. She said one night right before closing up, she heard the sounds of a crying baby. After searching, she found me wrapped in a blanket in a basket. The only thing she found in the basket was a locket and a note asking her to take care of me and the name my mother had chosen, Brittany. If you want to hear more of this story and stories like mine, like, share, and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that notification bell too so you'll know when more stories are uploaded. One afternoon while sitting watching the television, Mrs. Davis received a phone call that changed everything. Hello? Mrs. Davis said as she placed the phone by her ear. She listened to the person on the other end of the phone and every so often added a, hmm, and an, okay. That was Dr. Miller. They got back the results of my test. I tested positive for breast cancer. She said softly after saying goodbye to the person on the phone. I hugged Mrs. Davis and tears ran down my cheeks. For 14 years, she was the only mother I knew, and I wasn't ready to let her go. She pulled me away gently and looked into my eyes. I think it's time to get you a new family. I don't want a new family, I cried through the tears. I know, honey, but we need to prepare for the worst, okay? I will make sure you get adopted by a great family, Mrs. Davis said, pulling me close once again. The next few weeks, Mrs. Davis, together with an adoption agency, screened numerous families to make sure that I received the best. The family that Mrs. Davis chose was Mr. and Mrs. White. They had no children and they were billionaires. Could you believe it? The day finally arrived when it was time for me to leave the only home I knew. Don't worry, Mrs. White said. You can call Mrs. Davis every day and she is welcome to come and visit anytime she wants. I hugged Mrs. Davis. Bye for now. I'll call you when I get there, okay? We arrived at Mr. and Mrs. White and they gave me the grand tour of their mansion. The outdoors was equipped with a pool, tennis court, and even a stable filled with horses. Brittany, please feel free to ask us for anything. We just have one rule, Mrs. White said. I nodded and she continued. You aren't allowed in the basement. We are currently doing some work down there and it's filled with loose floorboards and tools. We don't want you to get injured, okay? Mr. White said, placing his hand on my shoulder. 
I nodded. I can do that, I said, smiling. Days turned into weeks. I enjoyed living with the Whites, and I called Mrs. Davis every day. She even came to visit a few times. Of all the rooms and things to see in the mansion, my favorite place was the kitchen. Jane was a few years older than I was, and she was the cook's daughter. I stayed in the kitchen for hours baking with Jane or just chatting. One night, I got up for a midnight snack. I was munching on a handful of cookies on my way back to bed when I heard it. A low, soft moan. I thought that my mind was playing tricks as I walked through the dimly lit halls, but I stopped in my tracks when I heard it again. It sounded like a wounded animal. I ran as fast as I could to my room. I locked the door behind me and pulled the covers over my head. I wasn't even hungry anymore. Little rays of sunlight streamed through my blinds before it felt safe enough to get some sleep. I staggered into the kitchen at 12.30 p.m. and sat by the kitchen counter. You look like something the cat dragged in, Jane said as she stirred the pot in front of her. Jane, I asked hesitantly, how long have you worked here? Oh, I officially started working here three years ago, but I've been coming to work with my mother since I could walk, she says as she prepared sandwiches for me to eat. Hmm, have you ever heard any strange noises at night? I asked as I sipped the juice that Jane set in front of me. No, the staff usually got home at night and we get here at 5 a.m. every morning, Jane said. Is something wrong? No, no, it's okay, I said. I decided that I would investigate the sounds that I heard, but I would not tell Mr. and Mrs. White about it. That night, I waited until the house was silent before I exited my room. I sat in the hallway for over two hours just waiting. Maybe it was my mind playing tricks on me, I said sleepily and yawned. This is a waste of time. I'd better go to bed. As I was walking back to my room, I heard it. The weird noises. I stopped. Where are you coming from? I muttered to myself. I walked slowly down the hall. It was coming from the walls through the vent. I followed the noise until it led me to the basement. Mr. White did tell me that the only rule was to stay out of the basement, I thought to myself. I heard the sound louder this time and turned the knob on the basement door. It was locked. Damn it, I thought. Tomorrow, I will have to figure out where Mr. and Mrs. White keeps the key. I walked back to bed wondering what was behind the closed door. The next day, Mr. and Mrs. White went on a two-day conference out of the country. I spent my day in the kitchen with Jane. What's the deal with the basement? I asked Jane. Mr. White has been renovating that basement for three years. Not even staff is allowed in there. When he first started the renovations, though, he was acting a bit strange. Jane quickly changed the subject, maybe thinking that she had said too much. So where's the key to the door? I asked casually. Hey, why do you want the key? Jane asked. No reason, I said and excused myself. I decided to take a walk around the grounds. I walked until I came to the back of the house. There was a window that was almost hidden behind some shrubs. I knelt and peeped in the window. The dust and cobwebs made it difficult to see. I pushed the window, but it didn't budge. I decided to sit on the floor and kicked the window. After the third kick, the window creaked open a bit. I kicked it until it was wide enough for me to fit through. I pushed my head in and peered around before lowering myself feet first. I dangled for a while before I dropped about two feet with a thud. I lay on my back for a few minutes before I got up and searched the basement. In the far corner of the basement, there was a long red curtain that started at the top of the ceiling and touched the floor. I walked slowly towards the curtain. I inhaled deeply before pushing the curtain to one side. What I saw was ghastly. It was a small cell. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. In the corner of the cell with hands over his head, chained to the wall was a man. His entire head was covered in a cast. Um, hello? My voice squeaked with fear. Slowly, the man turned his head towards me. I noticed that he had holes in the cast for his nose, ears, eyes, and his mouth. Hi, the man said. Who are you? I asked, confused. Why are you locked in here? You might not believe me, he said. I crossed my arms. Try me, I said. Mr. White is not really who he says he is, the man said. Mr. White is actually my twin brother, William. And let me guess, Mrs. White is not really Mrs. White, I said, rolling my eyes. Oh no, Mrs. White is Mrs. White. She actually is my wife. She and my brother decided to remove me from the equation and locked me in here. I felt woozy as if the basement was spinning in front of me. This was a lot for a 14-year-old girl to take in. So let me get this straight, I said as I placed the basement floor. You are the real Mr. White, the billionaire. Your wife and your twin brother locked you down here so that they could get your money. My question to you is, why don't you scream for help? Well, I would, but then my staff would be in danger. I already lost one person, and I'm not about to lose another. I am usually heavily sedated, so I'm guessing that Sophia and William are out of the country? I nodded. How long have you been down here? I asked. About three years, he said. That's about the time Jane said that something about you changed. That's when the switch occurred, I said. But how do I get you out of here? Where are the keys? The keys are around William's neck. Please don't tell anyone about this. I don't want to put any more of the staff in danger. I nodded. I'll help you get out of this, I vowed. I'll be back as soon as I get the keys, okay? I pushed a table against the wall under the window and climbed out the window. I went back to the house deep in thought. I needed to get the real Mr. White out of that prison. The next few days, I pretended that everything was okay when the Whites returned. I noticed the two keys around Mr. White's neck, and I also noticed that he never took it off. I needed a plan, and I needed one fast. I was the real Mr. White's only hope. After about a week after meeting the real Mr. White, I got my chance. Mrs. White went out for the evening, and Mr. White was in his office doing some work. He asked Jane to send him up a cup of coffee. I offered to carry it for her. I knocked on the office door and opened it slightly. Mr. White, Jane said that you wanted some coffee. Thank you, Brittany, Mr. White said, taking the coffee from my hands. Mr. White, I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate everything you and Mrs. White have done for me and Mrs. Davis. I began to wipe the tears from my eyes. <laughs> oh, Brittany, you are such a joy to be around, Mr. White said, moving from behind the desk to stand next to me. I'm such a lucky girl. First Mrs. Davis and now you and Mrs. White, I said right before bursting into tears. Mr. White gave me a hug and I wrapped my arms around his neck, hugging him hard and cried. After a few minutes, I pulled away slowly and wiped my eyes. Sorry to get so emotional, I smiled meekly. No problem. We are so happy to have you here, Mr. White said, squeezing my shoulders. 
I smiled and exited the office. I opened my hand and revealed the necklace in my hand. I called the police on the way to the basement and told them that there was a break-in taking place and that I was scared for my life and that I was hiding in the basement. The police promised that they would get there soon. I got to the basement and quickly found the right key to unlock the door. I ran downstairs and headed straight for the curtain. I'm sorry I took so long, Mr. White, I said as I moved the curtain to one side and unlocked the cell and then his locks. Thank you so much, I owe you my life, Mr. White said as he struggled to his feet. With one hand around my shoulder, Mr. White and I made our way to the stairs, but there was a hitch in the giddy-up. At the top of the staircase was a deranged and furious Mrs. White with a baseball bat in her hand. And where the hell do you think you two are going? She snarled. Sophia, please, enough is enough, Mr. White pleaded. The both of you will get back into that cell willingly or unwillingly, Mrs. White said as she charged at us. I screamed and Mr. White shielded me. Mrs. White, put the bat down. This is the police, a voice said at the top of the staircase behind Mrs. White. I peeked around Mr. White and watched as Mrs. White dropped the bat. She was handcuffed and taken away. The police took a statement from me and Mr. White. Mr. White was taken to the hospital and I was taken back to Mrs. Davis. I told her all about my adventure. About a month later, we heard a knock on the door. It was Mr. White. He thanked me for everything that I did. He said he wanted to speak to Mrs. Davis about something important. I went to my room and allowed them to chat. After speaking with Mrs. Davis, Mr. White took us out to dinner. During the next few weeks that followed, every time Mr. White called, Mrs. Davis was very secretive. One day I came home from school and balloons and decorations adorned the apartment. I was quite surprised to see Mr. White there. Hi, Brittany. Mrs. Davis and I have a little surprise for you, Mr. White said before handing me a letter. I read the letter. I couldn't believe it. Mr. White wanted to adopt me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, do you want to be adopted by a white? He asked with a smile. I nodded in excitement. Not only was I adopted, but Mr. White asked Mrs. Davis if she would come live with us at his new home. Life was great for a while, but then it all changed. One night while watching a late night show, an emergency news broadcast alert interrupted the show. We just got word that a male prisoner just escaped from the maximum prison, the news reporter said. Just then, the doorbell rang and Mrs. Davis got up to answer it, since the staff went home for the night. A few seconds later, Mrs. Davis screamed. Mr. White looked at me and said sternly, Stay here, before running to Mrs. Davis's aid. The news reporter continued talking. We just got a picture of the prisoner that escaped. My eyes widened in horror as the picture of the escaped prisoner popped up on the screen. It was Mr. White's twin brother, William. What did you think of that story? If this video gets 30,000 likes, then we'll upload part two of this video. Thanks for watching.